Welcome into the Sportsocracy. I'm Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green alongside at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. We are live this morning once again from the Wicked Weed Studios, wickedweedbrewing.com. Go check them out. Book a tour of the breweries today. Wicked Weed, drink different. Yesterday in the NFL, Jeremy was made a very, very happy man. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we they were that close. close, that close, that freaking close. And you want to know why it happened? I'll tell you why it happened. Because Bubble Up over here started talking shit about your Jets can't even lose right. I did. Well, watch this shit. We'll lose in a way that you can't even understand. <laughs> we're going to put an undrafted rookie on Henry Ruggs and just watch him go. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Five seconds to go in the ball game, and uh, the Raiders hit a big one, and they beat your Jets, thirty-one to twenty-eight. J E T S, <laughs> just in this shit, please. <laughs> I can't take it. Hold it on, hoping that we're gonna lose every week. Oh, we're gonna lose every week. Have you seen our schedule for the rest of the year? Oh, we play the pissed off Seahawks hey, next hey, week, hey. then the Rams, then the Browns. And then we end up with this god-awful New England team that will still find a way to beat us. <laughs> a team that, by the way, beat the Chargers yesterday 45 to nothing. Oof. Yeah, you kind of missed that one, didn't you? Missed it by <laughs> that much. <laughs> oh, man. Justin Herbert was, uh, he was neutralized yesterday. Yeah, he Bill was Belichick bad. Against like, the rookie real quarterback. bad. Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. Look, Just go I didn't. I didn't think he had the ponies to do that anymore. Yep, and I was incorrect. You were wrong. You were, you were vastly wrong about that one. But uh, there was a lot you got right yesterday. So, you know, can't get them all right. I try. Well, hey, here's the thing. I was above 500 in the NFL picking against the spread, in the over under, and in college football against the number. Okay. That is what we call a winning week. And for that, you're welcome. All right. All right. Not too bad. The uh, <laughs> let's let's just run down the list here. We had uh, yesterday New Orleans beat Atlanta twenty-one to sixteen. Taysom Atlanta Hill is horrid. Taysom Hill throws his first touchdown pass of his career in the first quarter. I say this a lot, and I mean it a lot. I've never meant it more than I'm going to mean it right now. Okay, he didn't mean to. <laughs> he is god awful. He did it twice. I it, it he really didn't mean to do the second though. Yeah, yeah. Good lord, he is terrible. Thank God Drew Brees is coming back. The news came out uh, came out yesterday that uh, he's he's making his way back to the field. So hopefully they won't have to stick with Taysom Hill for too much longer. Although, like I said, it didn't really matter. You had a perfect three game window to let Drew Brees rest. Because you had the Falcons twice and the Broncos. And there was no chance that, well, there was little chance that you were going to lose those games. And so they have uh, held serve. And now what is this? Uh, the, New, the New Orleans Saints are now 8-0 in the last two seasons without Drew Brees? Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should really be talking about. Uh, the fact that they're just good. Like, that team's just good. Right, right. And I can't explain it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't think that team's overly talented. Michael Thomas wasn't good yesterday. Right. Alvin Kamara wasn't overly good yesterday. They're just, this just what they do. They win and they win ugly. Fact or fiction, the New Orleans Saints and the Pittsburgh Steelers remind you of each other. 
They're built completely different, and they remind you of each other. Because they do me. A lot. I can't explain it. They're just good. They're coached well. The quarterback doesn't make bad decisions. Mm -hmm. They never put themselves in a bad situation. Right. And they just win. Yep. I agree with you. Full on. Uh, And they're going to be 13-3, and probably finishing out the season, and they'll be the number one seed. Uh, in the in the NFC playoffs, probably. But do you trust it? Nope. Uh, I I, I'll be honest with you. I, after yesterday, I don't trust anything in the NFC. Just I, I just I honestly all think they're just out here screwing with betters like myself. <laughs> I think they're just hop on the field and go. How much we favored by? Watch this. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron Jones, for your ridiculous seventy-seven yard touchdown. It didn't make a lick of damn sense. <laughs> but good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, New Orleans goes to 10-2 and two on the season. Uh, there's been a lot of talk over the last week about Raheem Morris. There shouldn't be. What has changed? I mean, Nothing. I understand that the Falcons were 4-2 and two going into yesterday with Raheem Morris at the helm. But it's not like they could be much worse than they were under Dan Quinn. They were bad. Right. And it just seems, I don't know, there's been like this thought out there in, in the atmosphere of just, oh, well, Raheem Morris has proven that he needs to get this job. I don't, I disagree. I disagree highly. I think what they need to do is blow the damn thing up. I, I mean, you got Matt I mean, Ryan, Julio, I mean, everybody on that team's old. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think you need a young coach and you need to, like you said, blow it up. Yeah. Blow it up, start over, now is the time. I don't think you're going to salvage anything out of this, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't, it doesn't look like you're going to have a rebuild with the pieces that are in place right now. And so at least as far as the front office and the, uh, and the coaching staff is concerned, definitely blow that up. No, oh, yeah. No more, well, I mean, Raheem Morris is not an NFL head coach. No more Raheem Morris. He's barely an NFL position right. you, you want, you want to you know, Raheem Morris has done enough to get a, get a coaching job or a head coaching job next year. Okay. Not with the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, that wouldn't be the smart move for the Atlanta Falcons to go through and say, yeah, we'll keep a guy on from the last regime that just sucked and, and, and from that so, regime that sucked. And, uh, so I have to say this just reading the comments. Uh, this afternoon on our ESPN radio show, we're debuting yeah. a new segment. Uh, it's what did I say the name of it was? Huh? Are you screwing with me or something like? It's something. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're we're going to start a new segment called "Are You Kidding Me?" and it's just going to be me ranting about the dumb shit that happened in the because there's a lot of it. There is a lot of it, and the bad thing is, I said some of it was going to happen, and I still can't believe it. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns beat Tennessee to death. Yeah, they did, and then still let them get within a possession. They were up by 4,000 points. It was 38-7 to in the first half. And then it wasn't. Yep. That's the number one thing I wanted to talk about today. I, are, are Cleveland Browns the most insufferable fan base in the history of time? Yes. You beat a team that I've been telling you for months is not as good as you think they are. And I have heard two separate people that I thought were pretty damn smart talk about the Browns could go to the Super Bowl. No, the hell they can't. I mean, they can, they can absolutely go to the Super Bowl if the NFL sells tickets and lets them buy them. That is how they will get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> or if everybody else shuts down. And has to I it. think the NFL could, if, the, if, it, if we get to a point where we go, Browns in the Super Bowl, I think Roger Goodell will just go, 
I think we gave it our best. Like, you want to play good, you try to play good. I think we played pretty good. We made it farther than a lot of people thought we would. We're just going to shut it down. Just shut it down. Just, we just, cannot have the freaking Browns in the Super Bowl. Right. 41-35 was the final score yesterday. Uh, and Baker Mayfield had four touchdown passes in the first half. And then? And then Baker showed He up. went home. Yeah. And then he went, we're good. Right. There's no I in the word team. <laughs> Uh, the Browns are only able to scrape together three points in the second half, and Tennessee almost completed the comeback. With no Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was a dumpster fire yesterday. Yep. And they still almost came back because yep. A.J. Brown and Corey Davis are real, real good. A.J. Brown is real, real, real good. I'd, I'd like to remind you who said that yesterday. Well, it was short. Squirrel they finds came up short. Once they came up short. But you give me Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and... You, you know what else you said? You got a good You, you want to go down the things you said, Pat? Uh, you said yeah. there was no shot in a hell that the Cleveland Browns cover this number. When it was 38-7, to 7, I just looked at you and went, how you feel about yep. that now? Yep, yep. I mean, that is a thing I said. That is a thing you said. <laughs> I also said the Chargers were going to beat the Patriots, and they lost 45 nothing. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, 11 catches, 182 yards, and a touchdown yesterday for Corey Davis. I really needed all of that. <laughs> That's really helped me out in the, uh, in, the, in the old playoff push. I do. I really do need to – I don't understand what is up with the Browns. They can't close – at all. Mm -mm. They build these huge leads, and then they let every team come back. Every one of them. If they played in the first half, if they played in the second half, they, went, they played in the first half of games, they would be beating teams by 50. Yep. And yet, they're not. And I do not know why. I believe in Kevin Stefanski. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield at all. Mm -hmm. uh, things I trust more than Baker Mayfield. Uh, water in Tijuana. Knowing shit about Hillary Clinton. Uh, I mean, I can keep doing this. He's just not good. Man. And now he goes, what, 20 of 25 for 290 and four touchdowns in the first half? And, I mean, now it's, oh, they're definitely going to pick up that fifth-year optional Baker. Oh, really? God. Do you really think that? Because I don't. No. I Matter of fact, if you put a gun to my head and made me pick one side or the other, I'd say they don't. It, they're in a tough spot, in but, my opinion. Oh, they're shit. in a real Damn. tough spot because... We're in a tight spot. Right. I mean, the Browns are 9-3, and three, and the case is going to be made that this is working. It's, and I oh, think we can working. see Kevin Stefanski's working. Right. The fact this team is uber-talented is working. I mean, they have a shitload of talent. Baker Mayfield, where does he start next year? Oh, I think he's still in Cleveland. Really? I just think they declined the fifth-year option. They're not paying him, I think it'd be $30 million for a year. Mm -hmm. I don't see any path to that happening. Oh, so you think they'll re-sign him? I think they'll give him one more year. Come on. I mean, if, if you got one last year. If you're good, we'll give you the big deal. He has not right. earned a big deal. Right. Like, no matter what anybody says, he has not earned $30 million for I a agree. year. I agree with you. There's no question about that. And I just wonder... There are people that have questions about that. And apparently the whole city of Cleveland, you can't say anything about Baker Mayfield without your Twitter mentions going nuts. Ask me how I know. Well, of course. 
Of course. Did you expect anything different? No. Because this but is I really like poking Cleveland. Uh-huh. It's just it's like a thing I enjoy doing. Uh huh. And I do it a lot. Yeah. Mainly because that's without a doubt the shittiest city I've ever been in. Look, there were Cleveland Brown fans who even backed Johnny Manziel to the end. They're Johnny Football. Right. They see a quarterback and they see a nine and three team and go, Holy shit, he's good. But he's not. But he's not. But he's not. Right. And literally, if they had a legitimate quarterback, they'd probably be eleven and one. Mm-hmm. Honestly. If they had a big boy NFL quarterback, they'd probably be eleven and one. And we would be talking about them in the Super Bowl. And I've said that now for two months. Right. If they had taken Sam Darnold instead of Baker Mayfield, we would be talking about this as a Super Bowl team. And we would be talking about how how the 0-12 Jets with Baker Mayfield just suck a lot. Like a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Um, they can The Browns continue. They can beat up on bad teams. And the Titans are not a good team when it comes to the pass defense. And he was able to take advantage of it yesterday. Yeah. And I don't feel like that was necessarily a step in the right direction. It didn't really put me in the Baker Mayfield camp, especially when he disappeared in the second half. So, I, just, I, don't, I, I still believe he's not a good NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Some of the throws he made yesterday, I'm pretty sure I could have made. So the bigger question is, why were the Tennessee Titans so bad on defense for a half? Forty-one thirty-five, final score. Bengals and the Dolphins. There were a lot of fireworks. Fight Club. <laughs> just I have never matches. in my life seen more special teams players that just went, "Fuck that return." <laughs> oh, fair catch. Fuck you, Mike. Hey, Mike Thomas. He laid a clean hit on the returner for the Miami Dolphins. And got that flagged. was the last one. Hey, he got flagged. And he said, next time, you know what? Oh, I'll I'm get my money's worth I'm next time. I'm this flag. And he did. Uh, on the first one, I thought it was a penalty. The first one I thought was a penalty. The, the But slow-mo showed that the ball got there first. It went right through the returner's hands. And then Mike Thomas laid him out. Uh, so the next time, <laughs> he's waiting on the ball. And he cleaned his clock. And then punches were thrown, and guys got thrown out of the game. This is the second time, actually, in the game that somebody had got thrown out. Because earlier in the game, Xavier Howard and Tyler Boyd. uh, Tyler Boyd. And then Devontae Parker got got later. Yeah. There were five ejections in this game. Yeah. I just, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. It's just super frustration. It's the the most dolphin bingley thing you'll ever see of... (laughs) Okay, we're going to take this one very simple part of football and make it way harder than it's supposed to be. Right. So, punt goes up in the air, returner looks up, looks back, and dies. Over and over and over again. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, two of them look like car wrecks. Just, oh, good lord. I mean, it hurt me to my soul. It it, It was a disgusting, gross game. Yeah. Uh... I don't know what I, I, I the the jury's still out for me on Tua. Uh, it's not out for me. You think he's bad? I do. I do. I think he was overdrafted. I think we he has Matt Leinart syndrome. That's it's the best way I can say it. Okay. He had such unbelievable freaking talent around him in Alabama that we got duped, right. and I got duped. I'll be honest with you. I had him. I had him clearly ahead of Herbert, uh, but I, I mean I liked Burrow better. But he's in over his skis now. Right. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's not going to get better. 
here's what bothers me. He started a lot in college, so it's not like he's a – I mean, people say he's an inexperienced quarterback. No, he's not. This is a guy that played high-level, you know, not NFL games, obviously, but very, very high-level college football games, week in, week out for three years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just – I struggle to believe he's going to get markedly better. And right now, he is bad. Yeah. Bad, but bad, 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 bad. (laughs) I mean – I mean, the stats weren't too bad yesterday, but he just doesn't look. They right won on the in field. spite of him yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's two hundred ninety-six yards, through touchdown, twenty-six of thirty-nine. Those aren't bad stats, but and a ton of them were to Mike Gesicki, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I, it's just that's what I was. He right. doesn't look to me like a quarterback that can be the point man on a good playoff team. Right, right now. Right. Now, he's a rookie. There have been, you know, there's a history of rookies where I went, no, nah, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. And then they got a little bit better. Here's what I can definitively tell you. He, the, 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 the potential of him being the Hall of Famer that some people thought he would be, that's out the window. You're not. You're, you're not. I've seen it. You're in a, we're currently in a league where it's much easier for a quarterback to look good than it ever has before. Mm-hmm. And so when you come in and look this bad, yeah, it gives me <laughs> pause for concern. I can understand that thought. Um, I don't know. Like I said, the jury's out for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready to say yes or no. I'm just saying the the start is not as great as I thought it would be. Um, and the fact that you know he did have decent stats yesterday, but he's playing the Bengals. I mean, well, you would have expected here's if he the thing. was going to show Bengals out. The Bengals are one of the game. worst pass defenses in the league. Right. I was going to say, if you if you thought there was going to be a game that he was going to show out, this should have been one of them. Yep. And that's what's troubling to me about it. Um, I don't know. He's just he's not taking chances. And maybe that's just part of the, the Brian Flores system. Could you be. don't want him taking shots. You don't want to stretch the field. We're trying to replicate the whole New England thing. I don't know. But to, yesterday was concerning to me. Uh, the Dolphins won, but it wasn't pretty. They showed a lot of discipline problems as well. I mean, it was fights it, and stuff happened, but you can't. You, if you, you can't if I that. didn't know this going in, and I watched that game, I would think this is two, three, and nine teams. That's what I would have thought. Walking mm-hmm. away from it. Yep. If I hadn't seen them play another game all year with the, with with the fact they were just undisciplined as hell getting into fights, all this other stuff, I would have never said one of these teams is likely to make the playoffs. Right. I would never have thought that. Mm-hmm. So that's unsettling to me. You know, Miami is light years ahead of where we thought they would be. But they showed yesterday, you know, pump the brakes on that just a little bit. <laughs> right. Uh, the Jaguars lose to the Vikings 27-24, but the covered spread. <laughs> the final in overtime. Oh man, Dalvin Cook had 32 carries yesterday. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, he got the ball a lot, like a lot, 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 lot. <laughs> 120 yards. Justin Jefferson had another great game as he went over 100 yards and nine catches. Also scored a touchdown. It's uh, you know I expect just keep waxing poetic about Justin Jefferson. No big deal. I will. I will continue to wax poetic about him until he does something that I don't like. 
<laughs> he continues to prove me right every day. I'll give him credit. He's good. Yep. He is good at football. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins went for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. I thought they'd win bigger than this, but they still ended up getting the win. And uh, now they have the exact same record as the Arizona Cardinals. That's okay. Look, if we, can have, if we can have NFL writers talking about the New England Patriots' resurgence uh, into the playoff race. <laughs> so stupid. It is so uh, obvious to me when people that do what we do start grasping for content. Oh, God. They're out can there. New England make the playoffs? No! No! It's a really easy answer. No! Right. First of all, right now, do you realize that there are markedly more teams behind New England? Or markedly more teams in front of New England than there are behind them? Mm-hmm. Like, they are they lose every tiebreaker to every team. Yep. And they're like, let's see, they're 10 in the AFC. Mm-hmm. No, they're not making the damn playoffs. No. No, 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 no. Uh, second, it was like the third, the, like the second or third line of the story this morning. The, the Patriots resurgence. Yeah, they're now six and six, and could they make the playoffs? Uh, no, no. they're in tenth right now. Yeah, they're they're not good, and there's only seven spots. They beat another team that just so happens to also not be good. Yep. Anthony Lynn is it, there is other than googly eyes. Uh, there is not one coach in the NFL I am more confident does not have a job one month from now than Anthony Lane. Ooh. There's not one. That you're more confident about. I am more confident Anthony Lynn will not be the coach of the Chargers next year than I... I'll go one step further. I'm more confident he gets fired than I am Adam Gase gets fired. What? I'm pretty damn sure Adam that's, Gase that's, gets fired. That's pretty positive. Oh, man. He's just been awful. He has been. The team looks Mm ill-prepared. It's just bad. And it seems like the more time goes on, the more ill-prepared they are, Mm -hmm. which is really the earmark of a bad coach. Yup. The Lions beat the Bears (laughs) 34-30. Had a a decent day against uh, against David Zach, Asheville Chief of Police. The Bears blew 10-point leads three times in the game, uh, which was... Which was fun. Yeah, was fun. the Bears are not good at football. <laughs> uh, Matt Nagy, it's time to talk about him. I, I've said that for a long time. He's supposed to be an offensive genius, and they are offensively stagnant. Right. And their offense looks terrible. Right. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. I think yesterday was the was probably the straw for him as well. Oh, you think he gets fired? I think he gets fired. I don't. I think there's going to be a lot of firings. I don't. I don't at all. All right. I, I want to go down this path. Okay. You said there's going to be a lot of firings. Yep. All right. Atlanta already has a vacancy. Yep. Uh, who else are? Houston already has a vacancy. Yep. I feel like there's another one. Who am I forgetting? Is it just Houston and, and uh, Atlanta? No. Um, Why am I blanking on this? Yeah. Uh, it's just them. No, there's another one. Detroit. 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 They just fired okay. their coach. Yeah. All right, Detroit. so we got we have three vacancies We're in the NFL. Right at the game. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually staring directly at a lion's lobby. How many other jobs do you think come open? Honestly, uh, I'll give you the Jets. The Jets is going to happen. Yeah, the Jets, the Bears. I don't believe, I, I don't buy the Bears at all. And the Broncos. Buy the Broncos, Big I buy the Chargers, and I buy the Jaguars. That's it. And the Jaguars. Yeah. That's it. There's not another job that... Because, I mean, let's face it, they're not going to fire Mike McCarthy after one year. No. I don't think you can do that. I mean, you can. I oh, just yeah. don't think you should. It sends a very, very bad message yep. if you do. And Doug Peterson is the one that I keep hearing is going to get fired. No, no the hell he's, he's not. not. He won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. They are probably already building a statue of him. What are you going to replace him with? Is the is the question something not uh, equally talented to him? By the way, I, I just since we since we brought up Doug Peterson, I, yeah. I have to talk about this. Can we stop with this Jalen Hurts shit? Can no. we stop with that? No. Like, I posted something on Facebook that is the greatest graphic in the history of time to me, and it's from SpongeBob and Squidward singing and dancing, doing all this shit, and they boo him. SpongeBob comes out, mops the floor, and they lose their shit for him. That's Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. This is the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my life. Ever. Like, it's just... It, if you watched five seconds of him yesterday, you instantaneously went, he can't throw an NFL football. They're playing so far off receivers. Without... You're not looking at the box score. No. I can see your computer. Yeah. Which quarterback yesterday had a higher QBR? Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. No. No, he didn't. Who had a higher quarterback rating? Uh, Jalen Hurts. That's Jalen Hurts. They were the same quarterback! <laughs> they were the same player! Because this team sucks! Uh -huh. They have no receivers. Two of them can't, couldn't catch a cold if you soaked them in hot water and put them in a freezer. The line is an atrocity. You couldn't put Dan Marino back there and this team be good. I am so tired of this Carson Wentz shit. Oh, he's not any good. Oh, really? Really? Two years ago, he would have been probably the quarterback you started a franchise with. Yep. Before Pat Mahomes became a thing, he's probably the young quarterback you start a team with. And now, all of a sudden, he just sucks. Mm, I don't think he does. I think the fact that he can't get to the top of a drop probably has something to do with it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty sure I would be an improvement over three of the guys starting on that offensive line right now. And yet, every, oh, Jalen Hurts! Oh, he's so good! Uh, I had him as a sixth-round pick, and I'll be honest with you, I think I was too high on him. After what I saw yesterday, I think I was too high on him. I also said he was a running back. Just let that be known. I think this is the smartest play that they can do is to put Jalen Hurts in here for the rest of the year. Why? Just, to, to ruin just, the season. What just you just said Carson, is so unbelievably stupid. Just take Carson stupid. Wentz out of the mix. But you're not thinking year. about it. See, this is what happens when you pull for teams in shitty markets with no media. Philadelphia and New York, you can't pull that Bush League shit you just said. Right. You can't do it. Because right. you know what would happen? There would be a segment of the fan base over the offseason that would go, look at this look at this one throw Jalen Hurts made. 
He can make NFL level throws. Doesn't matter that he had 150 that looked like they were thrown by a toddler. That doesn't matter. They'll hang on to that one thing and go, see, look, he's better than Carson Wentz. I told you. We should cut Carson Wentz and take the $50 million in dead cap and play Jalen Hurts. (laughs) So you're saying if they did that, that he'd never get it back from Jalen? I'm saying... The Jalen Hurts thing needs to stop. It's not going to, though. Immediately. You know, well, it's fine. I mean, then they're irrelevant. They're irrelevant until you stop because he is god-awful. I don't care that he scored a touchdown. I don't give a flying rat's ass. You can look at box scores all you want to mm-hmm. and go, look, he scored a touchdown. He, was, he also looked like a high school quarterback playing in the NFL. He looked absolutely mortified for about 60% of the snaps he took. Half of the passes he threw looked like they were thrown by a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, he's not good. And if you can't see it, I can't help you. Like, if you watched him yesterday and went, that's an NFL quarterback. A, you're probably the same person that says Tim Tebow should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Our executive producer is one of those people. <laughs> And it drives me nuts. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, no, I, I mean, put Jalen Hurts out there, risk his life, get him killed. Oh, I mean, uh, he's as far as the future of the franchise. To me, it's Carson Wentz. <coughs> That's kind of my point. It's like it's no doubt a, Carson. This is a lost season. We're done. Just throw Jalen Hurts out there, sacrificial lamb. Let him get killed because Carson may very well. He's <sighs> been running for for his life the entire season. He's number one in most sacked quarterback. He's number one in interceptions. He's like next to last in uh, in pass completions. It's all because he, like you said, he can't get to the top of the drop without being harassed. Nope. And so maybe you should just shut him down. Come up with some weird injury. Oh, he's got a list Frank injury. Yeah, here's the thing. Do you know what the dead money, the, the dead cat money is on Carson Wentz two years from now? Uh, Not now. Not, now it's so high that it makes me laugh. Like, I, I giggle when I see it now. Do you know what it is two years from now? Like 35? It's 25. 25. 25 million dollars. Yeah. And this is, I forgot to mention, this is a team that's 65 million dollars over the cap next year. Stop it! Good Lord, I'm so tired of hearing this. What was the... It's out? not hard to figure this out. The they, NFL is probably... The, one of the things I love about the NFL, it's probably the easiest sport on God's green earth to figure out because the salary cap is kind of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And when you're $65 million over the cap, you know what you can't do? Take big-ass dead cap hits. Can't trade away quarterbacks that you already gave money to. Right. So, you better learn how to figure this out with Carson Wentz because you're kind of stuck with him. There was an out in that contract. There is no out in that contract. I thought there was. Two years from now. Yeah, yeah there's no out. Yeah, there's no out. He is going to be on that roster on June 1st of 2022. I guarantee it. Yeah. Because there is no path that that can not happen because they can't afford the dead cap, George. Mm-hmm. They can't. It, yeah. it, it just doesn't work that way, right? NFL finances are pretty freaking easy to figure out. But what was? But what was that? It was a was it an injury out? Like if he didn't play a certain number yeah, of games by twenty twenty two. But it has to be for actual injury, it right? Can't right, be right. Because they sat him. Oh, I know that. I know that. 
But he I'm, has I'm to just, actually be unable to play. Right. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around what that contract won't is. Won't hit it. He won't hit it. Nope. Right. Unless something horrible. They're happens. actually already screwing with this. Sitting in for Jalen Hurts almost guarantees those those escalators. Borderline guarantees it. Yeah. Because they put that. First of all, this deal's god awful. I don't know. You know, I can't give you all the logistics of it, but the deal is horribly team unfriendly. Right. Alexander just asked who trades for him. Trust me, there are teams that would trade for Carson Wentz right now. I promise you. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Would the be Chicago well. Bears would be all over him. Uh, the Cle- I think the Cleveland Browns would be all over all over him. Yep. To be a hundred percent honest with you. There are a lot of teams that would be willing to give up an asset to get Carson Wentz if they could. That's not the problem. The problem is that Philadelphia can't move him because they're killed against the cap. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. And uh, on the other side of that, we had what we thought would be, uh, or what I guess some thought would be an issue uh, with the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, fuck you tour continues, and we're all here for it. And I like it. Yep. <laughs> and, and I like it a lot. He threw for another three touchdowns yesterday against the Eagles. Thirty to sixteen was the final score, and Aaron Rodgers became the the fastest quarterback to four hundred touchdown passes in his career. Where do you put him on the grand scale? Ever greatest of all time? Is he top five? If he's not, he's close. Yeah. He's in the top ten. I mean, Marino's still in front of him to me. Peyton's still in front of him. Brady, Elway. I think it's a little thin. Then you get into, like, Joe Montana's and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want everybody to know that he just went, Tony shit Roma gets and thin when it gets to Joe Montana. Yeah. I just want to state that's that, something you said. I just want to state that Corey Short <laughs> just yelled, Tim Tebow and Tony Romo. I love that he said Tony Romo before he said Troy Aikman. Uh, by the way, he's way better than Troy Aikman. Way better. He's way better than Troy Aikman. Tony Romo is better than Troy Aikman. That's a thing he just said. The numbers, the, yeah. The That's numbers. a thing he just said. The numbers are. There's something. There's something. That boy, good. I like. Good I like. Terrible. I like Super Bowls though. Yeah, I'm a bigger I mean, fan of rings. That's true. Jeremy knows nothing about rings. Hey. Got two of them for both of you. <laughs> what up? We won a Super Bowl. It just so happened to be 18 years before I was born. Okay. All right. And my father was like 12. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, our franchises do have an equal number of rings. One's just happened in this millennium. For me. Not so much for you. <laughs> The, the comments are not being nice to Corey, and I'm here for it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, broadcasters. I'll give you Tony Romo is a way better broadcaster. Oh, yeah. Tony Romo is on the Mount Rushmore of NFL broadcasters. Than Troy Aikman. That's what I'm saying. My oh. belief. Tony Romo's better than Troy Aikman in the booth. I don't on the disagree. field, not, not true. But he also gets Jim Nance, and Troy Aikman gets Joe Buck. I don't think there's a marked difference there. You're wrong. I really don't. You're wrong as hell. How? Uh, Joe Buck is Jim Nance. No, he's not. Jim Nance is Jim Nance. 
And Jim Nance is the greatest commentator of my life. I can't believe I'm the one defending Joe Buck. I can't either, especially (laughs) doing it badly. Like, not only are you on the wrong side of this argument, you're on the wrong side of this argument about somebody that you don't even like. I'm not on the wrong side of this argument. Jim Nance is the greatest commentator of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And it's not even kind of close. It's him and Al Michaels, actually. Joe Buck's not in that ballpark. And the fact you just said wrong. that makes me like angry. I think you are very wrong about that. Well, Joe I'm Buck not. is uh, Joe Buck is on that list. Jim Nance is the greatest commentator of my lifetime, and he commentates the Masters, which you do not appreciate. Which Joe Buck will do as soon no, as Jim won't. Nance dies. First of all, they work for the wrong fucking network. They're genius. Uh, it'd be real hard for Joe Buck to commentate the Masters because CBS has it. Just wait. Not happening. He, Joe Buck makes so much money from Fox that that some bitch will be there till the day I die. Whether I like it or not, it does not uh-huh. matter. He will be there until the literally the only thing left will be Joe Buck's Fox contract, cockroaches, and Twinkies. That's it. <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse takes over, that's all that will be surviving. Right. And Keith Richards, because that dude's unkillable. Right. I definitely give the the edge to Jim Nance. I just think it's closer than you. Think I don't. It is. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't even. I, know. We're just. <laughs> I don't know. And now I'm trying to go back through the comments to fi- try to figure out where we. I got nothing. <laughs> we were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and oh where yeah. he is on the on, on the list of the. He's in my top ten. He's not my top oh, five. Yeah. Be mainly because he only has one ring. Mm-hmm. Before anybody says it, I understand Marino had none. I get it. He's also the most generationally talented quarterback that's ever lived. Yeah. He has the best arm I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. <laughs> uh, Devontae Adams, he's pretty good at football. Yeah, I'm starting to come around to your belief that he might be the best receiver in the NFL. I think he is. I think he's number one. I think D-Hop is close. Uh, is a close second. D-Hop's real good. I'm starting to think DK has now become number three. DK's up there. I didn't realize that until I started thinking about it. Right. Here's the thing about Devontae Adams that blows my mind, at least by comparison to, to Hopkins and DK. Okay. Who the hell else is on that team? Nobody. You know they're going to Devontae Adams. He has gotten a third of the targets in this offense every game he's played in this year. Yep. You know there's a one in three chance to throw, that he is the number one going to get fired at target. Mm-hmm. And you still can't stop him. I mean, at least in Arizona, he's got Kirk and Fitzgerald and, you know, the two guys out of the backfield, and they got weapons. And Andy Isabella. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, Andy Isabella would probably be the two in Green Bay. Just throwing that out Absolutely. I agree. They at least have options. It's Devontae Adams and a bunch of dudes. Yep. And half of them are dudes that shouldn't even be in the NFL. Yeah. They still can't stop it. I think Devontae is uh, has made has made his claim as the number one wide receiver in the NFL. He had ten catches, 121 yards, and two touchdowns yesterday. He's now seven games in a row that he scored a touchdown in. It's now the was it the franchise record, I believe it is, that was done twice before him by the same guy back in the 1940s, which I thought was before the forward pass even came around. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what he's doing is uh, is very historic, and you know it just makes you think though. Where where would the Packers be had they taken a wide receiver instead of taking a? Quarterback I mean, just think about how many play? good ones. Think about Chase Claypool's on this team. 
Think about if Chase Claypool was the two on this team. Oh, my God. Or Michael Pittman Jr. Or, or whoever else. They might score. Denzel Mims. They might score 50 a game. I, I'm telling you, if they had anybody else and you couldn't just nest on Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. they'd be borderline unstoppable. But this is what happens when you make bad decisions in the draft. Mm-hmm. I can do this with damn near every team that's right there on the cusp. The Browns, if you had taken Darnold instead of Baker, you'd be a Super Bowl contender. Yep. Green Bay Packers, if you had given Baker or uh, Rodgers any form of weapons, you'd be a Super Bowl favorite. They'd be the best team in the, in the NFC. By They're far. the most consistent team in the NFC that's not close. Yeah, by far. I agree with you. Did not expect, well, some of us did. Some of us expected a big day yesterday from the tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. Somebody said that's the one thing the Jets can stop. And they were able to stop it zero times. Zero times. We also put Marcus May on him about three times in the whole game. Uh, Darren Waller yesterday was uh, player one. Yeah, he was good. He was player one in fantasy football. He scored 45 points yesterday, 13 catches, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. On DraftKings, you either had him or you lost. That's that's how simple it was. <laughs> you were either in the money. You or either not had him or you didn't win money. Right. Done. Not even Travis Kelsey saved you. Well, oh, with a different slate. Late, yeah, the late slate. See, that's that stuff confuses me. Not surprised. Uh, yeah, the Raiders, though, of course, we mentioned earlier, beat the Jets thirty-one to twenty-eight. Darren Waller, though, I figured we we had to call him out for his uh, so, his good day. I have to say this: uh, if you didn't join us at the social in East Asheville yesterday, here's what you missed. I was the biggest Raider fan on planet Earth, and I was with another Jets fan that was every bit on the same side as me. Uh-huh. We high fived when Rugs caught it. It was fourth down, and uh, it, it, the the Raiders didn't convert the fourth down, and I got excited. They threw a flag, and I thought Jeremy was going to punch out uh, the air. Just I got very excited. That was on the previous drive, though. God almighty. That was on the previous drive to give them another shot at the end zone. True, true. Which they screwed up. <laughs> but, thankfully, I, and, I, and, and I'm gonna, I have to address this because I've heard a lot of people say it. We had an undrafted free agent corner on an island all by his lonesome against Henry Ruggs. Mm -hmm. I can't even begin to fathom how stupid that is. Can I give you a stat on that? Okay. In the last 15 years, there have been 256 snaps in the NFL that meet all the criteria of what happened yesterday. A team is winning with under 15 seconds to go, and the other team has no timeouts. Okay. There have been 256 snaps like that in the last 15 years. Do you know how many times the opposing team has sent six or more blitzers? No. None. It has not happened not one time. Do you know how many the Jets sent? Seven. Eight. <laughs> They went zero all-out blitz. This would be like playing Madden, and you just ran engage eight. Yep, yep. And if anybody so much as touches a button, somebody's open. And not only did we do that, we left the cor- the three corners in the back end, we left in straight man-to-man. Yeah. Not over the top, not defending the end zone. They were playing man-to-man. So really, wasn't it the smartest move of the season? 
Oh, I mean, for me? The fact that y'all For lost. me, yes. Right. Like, Not nobody for Greg Williams, who looks like a moron. And now you got Marcus May saying, I don't know what the hell that call was. Literally, the best say, the best player on the defense came out and said, I don't know what the hell that call was. He said they did a he did a four and a half minute interview with the media. In that four and a half minutes, he seven times used the phrase better call. I mean, this is a fucking disaster. I want an Adam Gase fathead for right here. Uh-huh. And I want it to have his googly eyes and I want him to judge me silently. <laughs> And it's going to happen. Oh, it was just so beautiful. I, I mean, I was the biggest Jets fan in the world. I was the biggest Jets fan in the world yesterday because, you know, I, I, wanted to, I, I wanted to see my kiss of death come to fruition. And it didn't happen. Are you ready to say, though, that uh, my kiss of death is not as bad as Colin Cowherd's? Colin Cowherd's that, is pretty good. Because you said that yesterday. And yesterday was, you know, Colin Cowherd said Baker Mayfield's going to be so bad in this game, he's going to get benched. Not only did that not happen, but he played the best game he's probably ever played. Yep. Uh, well, the Dallas game, maybe. <laughs> and I said, kiss of death, the Vegas Raiders are going to, uh, are guaranteed to win. And, and they won. So I feel uh, I feel like I should earn some some kind of benefit of the doubt there. Uh, but you're not well, it's ready. good you think that. You're not ready for that? It's good you think that. Indianapolis Colts 26-20 over the Houston Texans. That happened. That's a thing that happened. No, and no and yeah, nobody cared. And nobody uh, gave a cheat. The Colts go to 8 and 4 on the year. The Colts they're 8 and 4. So are the LA Rams. Does that make you feel weird? It does. It does. <laughs> to know that those two teams are, are technically tied in the standings right now. Uh, but the Rams beat the Cardinals 38-28. How do you feel about uh, about your best team in the NFC? Oh, I still, fine. I, I still feel fine. Okay. I still feel fine. Okay. I'm not trying to take a shot at you. I'm seriously trying to gauge your... What, what, I mean, do you think that... Uh, I guess were you expecting? No, no. Just this? remember, I picked the Rams to win this game. I know you did. I know you picked the. Rams and it to was win this. to me, it wasn't even really all that close. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Rams are coming off a letdown. Or the, the Rams are coming off a letdown game. The Cardinals have had issues and just things happening that are not good. Mm -hmm. Is it a letdown for you though that this is uh, nine and seventeen? No, Cliff Kingsbury plays more of a role in that than I ever imagined. Okay. That's my biggest problem, is that Cliff Kingsbury is an atrocity. Right. A bad, I mean, not having the right coach is just damaging. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I understand that he's reasonably good for Kyler Murray. At the end of the day, he's just not a good coach. And he puts them in weird situations and bad things happen, and it's, it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's the solution as the head coach of that team. Yep. Uh, Cam Akers, though, has taken over as the uh, number one guy in the backfield for the for the Rams. So it's it, it's good to see that finally come around. I think I mean this is this is three decent outputs in a row. Finally, yeah. This it was is a guy that I've. I mean, I love the talent on him since forever. State, yeah, <laughs> I've always loved the talent on him, and for whatever reason, they just 
never really did much with him. Mm-hmm. But here we are. The Rams are very, very good. They are. If you told me the Rams wound up in the Super Bowl, if we played this season out a thousand times, the Rams end up in the Super Bowl probably 10 to 15% of those times. Yes. And I believe that. I believe that. The same thing with the Packers and the Seahawks and the Buccaneers and who am I forgetting? The Saints. The Saints. Is it weird that somehow I believe less in the Saints than any of the other four teams I just said? No. No, that was my I can't of, explain it, uh, but I do. Yeah, no, I mean, that was kind of my point last week, was do we really believe that the Saints are the number one team in the NFC? No, I don't think so, on the whole. I mean, unless you're a New Orleans Saints fan. Um, you can, you know, there's there's a tight group all the way, all at the top there. Although now Seattle's taking a step back for me. <laughs> oh, have they now? Oh, you lose to the New York Giants. You know, you... You know who really is going to judge you for that? Look at the screen. Googly eyes Adam Gase. Oh my God, that's creepy. Googly eyes Adam Gase. I don't like that at all. <laughs> He's here to cast judgment that's upon like, you. That's like the stuff my nightmares are made out of. Ah! No good. No good. Uh. The Giants. I have too many toys in this studio, and I really enjoy it. The Giants beat the Seahawks seventeen to twelve. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't believe it, and I didn't want. To, I don't want to take it in. Like I'm just, my brain's refusing to process that this happened. What happened? <laughs> I, I don't have a good explanation for that. I, I don't know. They couldn't stop the Giants, which is... I, that's actually not that shocking to me. Mm-hmm. The fact they didn't just drive the ball down their throat blows my mind. Right. That team I saw yesterday is what I thought the Seahawks were going into the season. Right. Period. Russell Wilson just kept turning into pressure. The Giants figured it out. I mean, if you want to know how to beat Russell Wilson, they just showed you. They gave you the blueprint. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Pressure up the middle, pressure on the outside. He'll turn into it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And he did it constantly yesterday. Yep. The important part is trying to get that pressure. And I, they, they brought more pressure than I thought they would be able to. Now, we know that the Seahawks' offensive line has not been good. We know that's been a trouble spot for them all year long. Um, the Giants' pass rush has been underrated, in my opinion. It's Because there have fine. been games... There have been games where they showed up. I mean, like Tampa Bay, the Tampa game. They got incredible pressure on Tom Brady. Okay. Against the Eagles. <laughs> they go up against mediocre to bad lines, and, the, and they can create some pressure, and they can make enough plays. But uh, yesterday was just horrible. I didn't think I would see Russell Wilson play that badly this year. Especially after the way he started out the year. And here's the thing. We're another after another week in the NFL, we now have another team in the NFC East that we're saying, oh, now they're the best. This is the most bipolar division I've ever seen. Like, every week we're talking about another team yep. that is now the team that's going to win this division. Yep. And every, I mean, it's every week. Yeah. We never stop this. Yeah. We, it just never stops. And you know who hates that? Go, 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 Adam Gase! <laughs> <laughs> 
except for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think you're the only one that has said Dallas Cowboys are going to win this division. I did. That's the thing I said. <laughs> I also said they were going to play the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> but that was beginning beginning of the season. That was before all this started. We'll give you a pass for that. Uh, we will not give you a pass though for saying it two weeks ago. What the Cowboys are going to? The Cowboys were going to win the division, and then they went out and got spanked, and you were like, "Okay, I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it." And then it's been the football team, the Giants, the Eagles. A, I think the Eagles are the Eagles. only team I have not believed would win this division in the last month. Yeah, I agree with that because I'm the same way. Because I'm I'm still on the football team. I still think the football team is going to figure out a way to do it. Um, just because I don't like the Giants all that much. And I really hate the Giants because they made me see a, a, an Alfred Morris touchdown. He, he didn't mean to. Yeah. And he's still doing that baseball thing, that knock it out of the park touchdown. That's the only way I knew who that was. I saw that guy do it, and I went, oh, shit, where, where did Alfred Morris come from? I didn't even know he was still a thing. I didn't even know he was still in the league. <laughs> Apparently he is. Uh, Wayne Gallman and Alfred Morris dominate the Seattle Seahawks. Not a thing I thought I'd see in 2020. Not words I thought I would ever say ever. Yep, 17-12 to 12 was your final there. And uh, now, yeah, the, the Giants are in first place. 5-7. and seven, Until the Washington football team plays tonight. Do you really think... I don't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I was like... I don't. I still think they're going to cover the number. I think it's going to be closer. I think it'll be, you know, closer game than a, a touchdown. But, I, I, no, I can't go down that path. Can't do it. Can't do it. Chiefs and the Broncos last night, 22-16 final score. Uh, Chiefs in cruise mode. The Broncos sure are better. Like What's... What, what? They sure as hell looked like they were just on easy street. Mm -hmm. uh, Travis Kelsey's nice. He's a, he's a nice little piece. Yeah, he's good at football. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this about Travis Kelsey, but he's good at football. And very rarely have you uh, have you ever seen a player catch a touchdown and not know that he caught it. Uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill just had absolutely no freaking clue that he caught a touchdown pass. <laughs> that is a new one. Yes. 2020 giving us uh, something else that we have never seen before. So, anyway, I don't take much away from it. At this point, Kansas City is just in cruise mode. I, and that's what I think as right. well. We got I, I think they're just, they're just trying to get to the end. Yeah. Just try to stay healthy, just try to get to the end. J-E-T-S, just in the season. <laughs> See, why'd you have to do that? <laughs> See, why'd you have to do that? Because, I, I don't know, it makes me feel better. I like, you know, Schadenfreude. It's the one place where it's celebrated as sports. You know who that makes really angry? Ah, googly eyes, Gase. <laughs> I, I can tell this is already going to be an annoying thing. Oh, yeah. Nice. It is. Very nice. At some point, I'm going to figure out how to put it right on your shoulder. Oh, no. Like it's a, the devil in a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Uh-huh. No, thank you. No, thank you. He's going to go put Bruce Arians over here and Adam Gase over here, and it's going to be uh, the most mixed up, no risk it, no biscuit amalgamation of meth head shit you've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> Coming up today, we got a doubleheader in the NFL. Washington football team takes on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Five o'clock start for the game. 
Still outright every NBA Finals game. Still outright every World Series game. Yes. We have learned our lesson on this. Yep. Uh, I am still a believer in uh, Antonio Gibson. I believe the Washington football team will find some successes tonight. Uh, the Steelers are not a team that uh, has <coughs> has blown out a lot of people, and I don't know that I don't know that the whole JV comment from Mike Tomlin they're really gonna, lit that fire. They are going to blow the Washington football team out of the water. Mark my words. Just trying to prove a point. Mark my words. I said that yesterday. I mean, you I've did. been wrong before. You did. When I hear Mike Tomlin say we gave a JV effort, that mm-hmm. means uh, the next team we see is going to get demolished. <laughs> um, let's see here. I was trying to look at the injury report. Who cares? Who's, who's hurt that could possibly change anything to do with this game? Uh, that's what I was trying to look and see. Uh, Bud Dupree's not going to play. There you uh, go. Well, we, knew that. we knew that yeah, one. I gave it to you. It's all that matters. Terry McLaurin may or may not play. James Conner? Who gives a flying rat's ass? I he doesn't change care less than for it. I don't care if they run Sarah Connor. I don't care. It doesn't friggin' matter. <laughs> okay. And the Bills and the 49ers tonight. No, 8 That one start. you might be able to convince me of some things. Uh, what? The, the uh, San Francisco 49ers are on a uh, tear here. They've got, you know... Gadget players galore, and they could shock the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I picked San Francisco to win this game. Did you? Mm-hmm. When we picked against the Chief, I had San Francisco. I have no idea who I picked yesterday. I think it's Buffalo. I think you picked. Buffalo I think yesterday. I switched. I think I changed my mind yesterday. I think you did. That's when I was. That's when I was questioning. I thought we were both on the same side of this. I'm on the Bills. I'm on the Bills to win the game. I think Josh Allen's gonna have a uh, just a fine night, and. I don't know. I mean, I don't believe in Nick Mullins, but I do believe in the weapons. The 49ers' weapons are Debo Samuel's good. real good. Raheem Mostert's real good. This mm-hmm. game's going to be damn close. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know what? I'm going to San Francisco. Screw it. That's what I said originally. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm changing my mind again. Okay. No risk it, no biscuit. Very good. All right, we will see you this afternoon on the ESPN Asheville Show. We'll have more coverage of uh, the upcoming games tonight in the NFL as well as recaps from the weekend. We'll talk college football as well. What is going to happen about Ohio State? Will they play this week? Will it matter? What's going to change? We're going to into college basketball as well. Um, we've got a big game this week for the North Carolina Tar Heels going up against Iowa in the Big Ten, the Big Ten ACC Challenge. This is still going on. Uh, coronavirus in the news again as Gonzaga's had to shut down their program for a week or so. Don't so, you don't care? Don't care. <laughs> you don't care that we we missed out on a number one, number two matchup this week? Don't care. Call me in March. That's when I'll care about Gonzaga and Baylor. Okay, fair enough. Uh, at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. Uh, at Sports Tank ESPN on Twitter. He's at Jay Green ESPN. On Twitter, we'll be on ESPN Asheville this afternoon. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. 3 o'clock, the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. Live for the Wicked Weed Studios here in lovely Woodfin. We will see you on the radio side this afternoon. WickedWeedBrewing.com. Don't forget to check it out. Drink different.